Welcome back, extremely important listeners, you're listening to Come At Me, an extremely important podcast. My name is Riley, I'm here with Kendred. Hi. We are robots. This is our robot podcast. <laughs> I don't know what this bit is. That's it good. It has nothing to do with anything. No, it really doesn't. No, no, no. I know what our bit is. Welcome mm. back to our podcast. Riley's now a psychic and we're only watching movies with the title, with the word sent in the title. Welcome. Welcome. Enjoy. Thank you for coming on this journey Riley. with us. <laughs> Give him some wisdom. Give him some psychic wisdom. Uh, let's see. Well, last night <laughs> I had a dream. Okay. That I was. God, it's so hard to describe. I know that no one cares about this, but I. No, you're psychic. You're imparting wisdom on us. So uh, apparently, with my psychic brain, um, sometime in the future, uh huh, I'm gonna be lost in an endless parking garage. Oh. <clears throat> filled with obstacles and mystery. Just like Seinfeld. I'll have a child with me that I will lose oh. at some point, oh, and then must find. It's not like Seinfeld. It's more like Labyrinth, a movie I watched for the first time a couple nights ago. I'm <gasps> psychic and not just influenced by the media I'm consuming. You, you just... Oh, it's so good. It's... I, I gotta say... You, did you not like it? I liked it, but it, I think it's one of those movies you have to see as a kid. Interesting, because I saw it for the first time when I was 20, which I guess oh. is still a kid. Oh, you're such a baby. Oh, I'm such I'm a 26. baby. I know, I'm 26 now. Um... I liked it. It was like, I hated the music, so I think that had a lot to do oh, with it. Oh, interesting. And I liked, well, I know I liked Magic Dance, because it's just so stupid. Well, yeah, but they all are so stupid, and they're yeah. like, not even good songs. Like, just melodically, they don't make any sense. I'm like, David Bowie, what the fuck? David Bowie, what are you doing? I mean, but I, I loved the puppets. The puppets are great. I loved, I don't know, I love, um, and I mean, I think most people do, just like that labyrinth, you have to find your way out, and like, you- yeah. Have to figure figure shit out. Mm. It was fun. I, I like. I, we're not reviewing Love Labyrinth it. today, but here's no, a little mini not. review for you. Um, I liked that it was there was like real things at stake. Like it felt yeah. like there was real things that like could be lost. Right. Which was great. It wasn't just like one of those kids movies that's like everything's fine and it's gonna be fine. It was right. like no, this like this is serious business. Yeah. I liked it a lot, but I was. I think it's just been hyped up to me my entire life. Oh, I've had so many people yell at me that I haven't watched it. Yeah, you know, I, and I don't think I even knew it, it, it I didn't, I never had anyone tell me to watch it until I was 20, so. Okay, yeah, like, see, like, I remember in high school, people being like, you haven't seen Labyrinth? Oh, like, God, no. nobody, well, yeah, our high school sucks, so. I mean, it was nice people, I worked with, no, they're all terrible. They were all pleasant, <laughs> wonderful, lovely, yeah. Am and Idaho folk. That's, ex- yeah, um, I worked with someone at TJ Maxx. In Oregon, like after I had seen Labyrinth for the first time, named Jareth after oh my God after Labyrinth, which <laughs> I thought that's such like an Oregon thing for some reason. To I, me. Was, I was, I was, yeah, and he was from Oregon. I was just like, but I don't know. It's just weird to like commit to that, you know. I think it's a it weird sure name is. to commit to. <laughs> I also like I wanted David Bowie to be sexier, so that he, was like I don't know. Wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. His hair was really gross. Yes, and. He was just, like, a gross character. I wanted him to be a sexy character. Exactly. So I don't know. But then I was like, please don't be a sexy character. This girl's, like, 15. Yeah, also that. But then they do have that love scene or that song, yeah, and it's like, wait, and the, and, this isn't appropriate. Uh, yeah, anyway, we're not talking about <laughs> Labyrinth today, even though Labyrinth. we've been talking about Labyrinth today. Uh, uh, today we're talking about Scent of a Woman. Which isn't, um, well, th- if you haven't seen it, think about what you think it might be about, and then it yeah. won't be about that. 
Yeah, just be like, I wonder what this movie would be about. Maybe it's about this. It's not. No. Um, unless you're a very literal person, and then you might be right. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Uh, it stars Alfredo Pacino. Which is his real name. Which is his real name, according to Wikipedia. Um, who we, you might have noticed, <laughs> have a little thing for collectively. God, I, well, I mean, it, it's we saw The Godfather and we were smitten after that. I just never, I always avoided him because he just seemed like an annoying, creepy yeah. old man. Oh, but we were, you were so wrong, right? Oh, I was so wrong. He's such a good actor and he's yes. so great and wonderful and, and charming, charming. And all of the good words that I can say. <laughs> Even as, like, I don't know how old he is in this movie, but... He's, like, I mean, he's 20 years older than he was in the first Godfather, so... Yeah, so, know. you know, you do the math, because we in have In his 50s, or I assume. But he was just so goddamn charming. Oh, so charming. Even as, a, like, a God, cranky a old... actor. Yes. Oh. So, so I don't know if you could tell, but okay. we kind of liked it. We kind of um, liked it. I guess I'll give, give us a, a plot. Yeah. I'll give a quick plot. Um, It's a coming-of-age story with Chris O'Donnell... <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to a prep school, and he's not rich. He's there on scholarship, and he has to earn money get to go back to Oregon. So he goes and he works for Al Pacino, who's fr- whose name is Frank, and he's blind. And he's watching Frank for a weekend, and then they go to New York, and it turns out he Frank wants to kill himself, and the, that's his last hurrah. And then uh, Charles, the kid, has to help him not kill himself, and then he also has an issue at school, and then Frank helps with that, and then it's a great ending, and he falls in love at the end. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I will say, I don't think the, like, genre of coming of age really suits this story. I would agree. It's more of, like, an unlikely friendship story. That's exactly what it is. It's like those those pictures you see of, like, animals that normally kill each other yeah. hanging out. Oh. It's kind of like that, but a movie. And um, <laughs> so good. I, we really enjoyed it. Yeah, it you know, it is weird because it does start off in a male prep school. And mm-hmm. I have a hard time with movies like that. Like, um, uh, what's that one with the teacher, Robin Williams? Mm-hmm. that one and then there's that mm-hmm. book we read in 10th grade which you might not have because you were in honors english but a separate piece uh-uh. i didn't read that okay it's just what's based... the one with robin williams called is it goodwill hunting or is no that no else? not goodwill hunting it's uh the teacher's society <laughs> oh yeah that's right the dead, dead poet society. society that's what the it is teacher's the teacher society. society i would watch that um it's it's like i guess i don't know i'm too much of like a girl <laughs> I know that it's like instantly very unrelatable. Yeah, and so I was get, I guess I was kind of worried within the first like twenty minutes of this movie that this is. It said coming of age. She's at a prep school. I don't mm-hmm. know, but it wasn't yeah, like but that. It wasn't. I I assumed. Okay, well, let's talk about what we thought this movie. Yeah, was about yeah. What did you we think? Watched it, it. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be about Al Pacino and a beautiful woman. Uh huh. And I didn't think he was gonna be blind. No, no. And I thought it was just going to be, like, this tragic love story. Exactly. He's in love with her, but she's something, something. And then he always is in love with her, but that never works out. And then it's really sad. And And I I thought that was going to be the movie. I thought it was going to be, like, I told Riley, like, Streetcar Named Desire or um, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Like, we get a lot of, like, one-on-one scenes with him and a woman. Yeah, exactly. Um, But instead... But instead... 
It was like a little kooky. It was. And it, it was just so fun. So he's, yeah, like we said, this old curmudgeonly blind mm-hmm. colonel. Yeah. Who is, can talk his way out of anything. He sure He's can. very disappointed with his own life and self. Yeah. Um, but he's so likable yeah. instantly, even though he's like an asshole. You just are like, oh, Al Pacino. Oh, Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> and he, they just go on this like whirlwind adventure, and it, it's really serious at points, but there's yeah. a lot of... There's this one scene that me and Kindred were both just like dying at. Oh, where so they go, sweet. They go to some fancy restaurant. Uh-huh. And there's a woman sitting alone, yeah. waiting for somebody. And um, Colonel Al Pacino, I don't know how <laughs> he finds out there's a woman. I think he smells her. That's the whole oh, sentiment yeah, woman thing is, is li- very literal. It's extremely literal. And then he's always like, you use soap? Yeah, he's always like, hmm, ogla blah, 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 blue, blue. And exactly. she's like, it is ogla blah, 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 blue, blue. And he's yeah. like, I knew it. I know all the soap. <laughs> He knows, like, every perfume ever made. It's I was really going to say, funny. I was like, that's impossible, but whatever. But, like, you know what? He's He's got magic powers. Yeah. That, there, there are some major eye-rolly things in this movie. For sure. That's one of them, is mm-hmm. that if you're blind, you have magic smell power. Yeah, so stupid. But, and, like, just some other things blind people would not be happy about. Right. Anyway, to the point that I'm trying to make this whole time. Yeah. There's a woman sitting alone at a table, and Al Pacino is like, hey, let's go, like, charm this lady. Yeah. And uh, Charles is like, but I'm a loser and shy, and I don't know how to charm a lady. And he's like, watch watch, and learn. Yeah. Know, basically. Without saying that, but that's what happens. Right. They go over there, and he's like, hey, are you eating alone? And she's like, I'm waiting for somebody. He's like, can we wait with you? And she's like, I guess. Yeah. And then he convinces her to tango with him. Yeah, because she's like, she's like, oh, I always want, I always wanted to learn to tango. But Michael wouldn't let me. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, are you waiting for Michael? And she's like, yeah. And we're like, Michael's a fucking loser. He is. <laughs> so then her and Al Pacino tango, and he's blind, and he, and it's so nice, and it's and so it's just the cutest sweet. thing. And she is so happy, and he's so happy. And then they sit down, and Michael comes back, and he's kind of an asshole, but that's how it is. He's a nice asshole, and then they leave. And that's it. That's the whole scene. No one falls in love. No one gets a phone number. Nobody's life changes. It's just so damn cute. It was just a nice, it was just a good moment. It was so nice. It's always fun when you watch a movie, and it, like actually evokes emotion from you yes agreed like, there's so many times where you just sit there like i'm not i know you want me to feel something but i'm just not right but like this scene i was like beaming the whole time yes. it was just so fun I'm so happy I-, I think it's really interesting one of the points they did where so we're you know we're told he's a war hero you know yeah. like leading mm-hmm. up and he's blind and so it's assumed that he probably lost his eyesight in war because, you know, uh-huh. he's been, like, you know, awarded, whatever. Yeah. But we learn later from his family, it's Thanksgiving, and he goes to see his brother and his family. We learn later that... It does it not was, go well. It, <laughs> it did not go well, because he's Frank's a bit of an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, but we learn that he lost his eyesight from, like, juggling grenades. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, in, like, a police talent show, or, you know, or, like, some sort of weird talent show. And so it's it like it's it's not tragic, and I think no, that's a really yeah. interesting point. Like he's, I, I liked that complexity because you can yeah. still feel for him even though he was just being stupid. And he, there's like a lot of things about he's it's a, just a great character. Yeah. Like 
there's no real reason for us to like him. No. He says a lot of, like, awful things about women. Yes. But at the same time, it's, like, clear how much he, like, appreciates women. And yeah. it's, like, there's all these weird complexities to him, but he, but he sees himself as just, like, a genuinely bad person. Right. Like, no reason to live. Right. And, like, he doesn't improve anyone's life. He just makes it harder or whatever. Yeah. But we all just love him because he's just yeah. so and and we talked about a little bit there's this whole like nothing to lose scenario right he's like saved up all this money so mm-hmm. he's just like being a big spender and he's gonna kill himself so he's just like i don't i'm just gonna do whatever i want to do and Sorry, it seems like he's the worst. And it seems like he's done that to like a degree his whole life yeah yeah but this is like he's really gonna go all out and it and it bodes well for him it does it's yeah and it it was a movie that i guess i didn't really i didn't know where the ending was going either yeah the whole time we're just like what's What's, gonna happen what's gonna happen and it has a satisfying ending and yeah i think but we need to talk about the ending we do we do need to talk about the ending um but before, which yeah, like maybe not yet. But, but we need to talk about it. Uh, no, I think because I do have a lot, I, a lot I'd like to discuss. Uh, but when he is he, when Michael, Michael, that's him from The Godfather. When, <laughs> when you know, wait, hang on, who? When Frank uh, is about to, when he's finally about to kill himself, he's put on his dress blues, and he's telling Charles, "Get out! He's gonna shoot himself." Yeah. It gets insanely tense where he also then turns the gun on Charles and is like, I don't, you know, he's like, I'm going to kill you too. He's like, if I'm going to kill myself, there's no, like, reason to not. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, like, it's a horribly tense scene and he does, oh, he does so well. And I think it's, and it's such relief when, you know, Charles is like crying and sobbing and it's like, put put the gun down, please. It's really interesting because like. Chris Chris O'Donnell. Yes. What where what happened to him? I don't know. Is he dead? <laughs> no, like he was really good in this movie, I thought. Yeah. And maybe that's because he was just playing a teenage boy, which he was. Right. Or at least once was. Yeah. I'll look him up. And then Wikipedia. Yeah, and then he did Batman and Robin, which is a wonderful film. Uh, Riley loves it. I've never seen it. Cinematic artistry. Um, I saw it as like a five year old. <laughs> yeah. And I just liked it throughout my childhood, but I'm I'm a hundred percent sure it's a bad movie. Right. Um and then I don't think I've I think was he in ER maybe? He's in it looks like he's in NCIS Los Angeles. Oh, that's um, right. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so he like he does some television. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting to see him like so this cast has like Philip Seymour Hoffman as just like a little baby boy. Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute, but his character sucks. Oh, yeah, he's Of course. But, like, you know, he's obviously known as, like, a really good actor. And then we've got Al Pacino. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Al Pacino's counterpart in this movie is Chris O'Donnell. It's just weird to me that he didn't, like, go on to do more, like, I don't know, acclaimed things. I I would agree. Especially, um, I just looked it up. He, like, he hasn't been in anything for, like, two years. So yeah, he's just taking a little break. Just yeah, take a little break. That's fine. I, when I Googled him I saw a picture of him significantly heavier. Oh life which is, is always fun. <laughs> life happens. 
Oh man, that's like uh, what's that weird kid that was in like every movie? Haley Joel Osment. Oh yeah, he's he's a. I, I, this is so rude, but I, I like him now. Um, he's weird looking though. <laughs> he does. He looks <laughs> exactly you? like he did as a kid, just kind of a, just fat, he's a fatter, older guy. Yeah. Um, did you watch the Ted Bundy? Uh, God, I can't remember what it's called. Was Zac Efron? No, God, no. Haley Joel Osment is in it. He um. Oh, I'm sure he is. He's in a lot. He's always he's always on a, one of the podcasts I listen to. He's a frequent guest, and he's just oh, like really? cute and charming, and I love he's him. He's very charming. He was really good in that movie. He yeah. was like Ted Bundy's uh, old girlfriend's new boyfriend. Oh, interesting. That's... And he was just like super sweet and like, hey, oh. this guy's this is bad. Maybe you shouldn't yeah <laughs> be attached to this guy. Right? No, he's cute. I watched a movie with him. A sidebar. <laughs> Yeah, I watched was... a movie with him probably like four years ago, and he was he played like a teacher or so. I, like I don't remember. I just remember being like, he is so cute. <laughs> like, he is. He's oh, like, Haley Joel Osment. It's just funny. Like, I also was watching something. We are just going off the rails. Yeah, now. that's fine. I watched something with a uh, Macaulay Culkin in it recently. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought about like, I just can't imagine my entire life people knowing who i am yeah i think it'd be really hard and like and he's not the... like he couldn't like blend in like he's oh, like God, no. a very distinct looking person with a very distinct name yeah yep he he's he he's another one who's frequently on a youtube channel that i watch mm. <laughs> one of my favorite youtube channels and then one of my favorite podcasts is Haley Jawsman. but he's <laughs> like i think i like macaulay culkin a lot like i think he's funny yeah. now and you know and he I think he's done well, but God, how difficult. Just so difficult. Yeah, and I mean, he had to, like, you know, hit rock bottom. Oh, he definitely did. He definitely did. It's just, like, it's just interesting. It's interesting how we, like, exploit people so much. Right. You know, (laughs) especially children. Yeah. I was thinking a couple days ago, I was watching something or other, but imagining, like, reaching a point of success where you kind of like you go out in public and most people know who you are yeah it kind of it would be such a bummer to not be able to just go out and like run errands which Mm -hmm. sounds really stupid but like if i couldn't just like i don't know i hate going to kroger but if i couldn't just go to kroger yeah you just like live your life without people talking to you um yeah that anonymity i think is really taken for granted we so uh once upon a time in hollywood yeah there's this like scene of sharon tate this isn't like giving anything away yeah that's fine but um she is just like running some errands right she goes to pick up a book she ordered mm-hmm. nobody knows who she is right and then she like walks across the street and wants to see a movie that she's in oh and like nobody there knows it's her that's hilarious and like I mean, I don't, I don't know if she was like a huge star, but I'm sure she was like, you know, pretty well known. She was in uh, what Valley of the Dolls. Valley of the Dolls. It's so funny. That's what the like person in the movie says. She's like, no, that's the lady from Valley and the Dolls. And she's yeah, like, that's me. That's so funny. <laughs> but I wonder. I'm like, was that? I don't know. Like in that movie, and I'm not yeah. obviously. This isn't like a documentary, right? But like all these movie stars and stuff are just like driving around Hollywood, right? living their lives running their own errands whatever going and get drinks and mexican food yeah and none of them have like an entourage oh and is that like accurate was it kind of just like 
was it just different? I don't, or was it because it's Hollywood and everybody's there famous, so nobody cares? Yeah, I wonder because it does seem like these days people with that amount of fame in in big movies they wouldn't just go out alone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's oh yeah, God, it's so horrible. And I don't. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just like after movie stars started to get murdered. <laughs> Yeah, and people were like John Lennon and like you know all these people. Yeah. Like maybe maybe we need to have bodyguards and shit. Which just like I mean it makes I don't know. I mean it makes sense because on it. I mean yeah, you don't want to get murdered and there are obsessive <laughs> freaks out there. It just seems Ugh. like the price of like fame. Yeah, <laughs> nothing yeah. I will ever know anything about, and I'm happy about that. Yeah. Like it just seems oh, you, horrible. Oh, you don't think this podcast is gonna rocket us up there, right? Come on. I mean, I just like I, <laughs> I have, I know some people uh-huh. who just all they want is to be famous. God, not me. Not even like I want to be a successful artist, or I right. want to like do these things that are fulfilling to me, or yeah. I want to pursue this thing that makes me happy. I want to be famous. Period. Oof, oof. And I, I just don't. I'm like, why? Why? Like, I think it would be really cool to make money at the thing that you love the most. That yes. Would be, that would be dope as hell. That would be awesome. Until maybe it's not. Until maybe it just becomes shitty because then yeah. it's your job to do this thing you love that you yeah. used to, like, do just because you loved it. Right. I don't know. I, I would agree with that. And I think it's so, it's like, I, I think, like, I mean, listen, I'm not a person who strives for anything. I'm, you know, I work a desk <laughs> job. I Seriously. But, like, I think to strive for um, fame, fame alone. For fame's it, sake, it, it's, yeah. It seems so empty. Just, and, you know. And, like, in, in this day and age. Yeah. Um, I used to be a TA, and I loved whenever anyone would write any article about anything, they'd have to be like, in today's world, oh, God. in this day and age, oh, in today's world. No, you have to stay away from those cliches. <laughs> it was just so funny to me. Anyway. That's good. But in today's world, yeah. fame is, like, so silly and so fleeting. And yeah. it's, like, at least most of the people that hit some kind of, like, famousness and just there's so many like famous people now because there's all these niches everywhere yeah yeah you have so you, you know be, they're like, famous tiktok in this famous like yeah exactly like people i will never know no who are like famous i don't know it's just times they are a changing that's all i don't times know. are a changing and i mean what anyway is back to sentiment oh i was gonna i was gonna continue on fame oh go ahead, go ahead. no i was just gonna say like i mean i guess what does it really get you like if you're tiktok famous i mean it gets you money but like what i don't know it's it's such a weird and i think like a lot of the people you always hear these stories about people who like you know they're a one-hit wonder or something yeah they, like hit yeah. it really big with this one thing right and they make all this money and then they think like well i'm always gonna have this money no, honey, and then no. they end up just like totally broke and it's yeah. like no. I don't know. It's just weird. If you ever get a one-hit wonder, invest it immediately in real estate <laughs> or something and get some really good financial planners, and then maybe you will. Have your money work for you. Well, and that's the thing. You get all these people around you, and who knows, like, if you can really trust them. Oh, yeah. Oh, You God. know, like, there's someone in charge of all your finances or whatever, but, yeah. like, you know, Rihanna got fucked over. Like, tons yeah. of people just, like, have people in their corner that suck. Ugh. Ugh. So horrible. <laughs> it's weird. It's just... It would be really interesting to, like, live that life. I Yeah, I agree. I agree. To just, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 like, almost incomprehensible because everything you it know... Really everything you know would change. Like, every single aspect, it's, like... 
don't know. Once you reach that amount of, like, fame, it's like, you know, you have a private chef. It's like, do you have to cook? Yeah. No? Well, it's weird. It's like, um, I'm sure you've, like, seen all the memes about Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How he just, like, lives in an apartment and takes the subway and, like, gives all his money away, basically. He's so sweet. And I'm like, man, so I, I don't know. Maybe there's a way, if you really don't care about, like, shit, like, stuff, yeah. like, nice things. I don't know. I think, I mean, I think Keanu, if he really is as good as the memes, <laughs> lead us to believe. And I hope that he right. is. Um, I've not researched the memes. Oh, yeah, no. Memes. I've only seen them. <laughs> but, um, but if he is really good, I think it speaks to, he probably has some sort of philosophical, like, contentedness. Right. You know, yeah. where he's like, I know. he knows that money doesn't bring him happiness. I don't, I, this is, I hate like saying things like this where I'm not 100% sure, but I know he, he was like married to somebody or engaged to somebody. Yes, and she died. And they were pregnant or something and then they both died. Yeah. And it, I think after that, he's just a sad boy. Yeah, he was just a sad boy. And I know, but I think that would, like, give you a perspective on things. I would agree. Yeah, he, he strikes me as someone who, like, he has something existential, maybe not figured out, but, like, he's come to terms with it. Yeah. You know? Like, he could, I don't know. Yeah, he could live in a big, giant mansion, but why? But, like, will, will that make you happy? Right. I don't think so. Right. It would make me happy, but, like, <laughs> it, I mean, wouldn't. That's like it wouldn't. It wouldn't. I when I was a kid, like five years old, yeah, my parents decided to like build their dream house, yeah, and they spent a bajillion dollars and they built this huge house, and then right after they built it, my dad lost his job. Oof. And they and that house was like evil, like it was. Yeah. There was a horrible feeling there because Oof. everyone was just stressed out and pissed yeah. off. Yeah. And it was huge, and it was hard to clean. Right. And it was like just stupid right. i hated it yeah i hated everything about it and honestly i don't even think it was that big of a house i was just like a little kid right but it was like they built it you know like the they yeah. had architect design i was gonna it say didn't them. they like have custom like height counters for your mom yeah like e- yeah exactly everything was like built yeah. for them right and they thought it would be super cool and awesome and dope and it sucked it was awful yeah and i think like i'm glad i learned that lesson yeah. as a kid like getting all these huge fancy perfect things that you think are huge and fancy and perfect right aren't gonna make your life better no and it's like it's like what i do on a very on a much smaller scale but where i'm like okay i'm gonna cut my hair i'm gonna get a new hairstyle this time around Mm -hmm. it's gonna be different it's gonna make me happy exactly which it never it never has it never has which I think is just like that's capitalism in a, in a nutshell. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's like we're just like told that if we get stuff, it's gonna make us feel better. Yeah, and it, and does. it does for a minute. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> so ex- then we keep doing it. Right. The external projection. Yeah. Just, um. Ugh. Another another weird thing was right after we bought our house. Yeah. Which I'm eternally grateful for. Yeah. And is, quite humble but like nicer than anything i'd ever thought i'd have which right. is cool um mostly the yard oh, uh, <laughs> i mean it's like the world's nicest yard so it's a big ass yard y'all it's a big ass yard it's an awesome but, yard um i was at a christmas party at, mm-hmm. for work yeah and one of the bajillionaire dentists who has a mansion and a pool and blah 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 right he was like how do you like the new house and i was like oh my god we're so excited about it blah 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 and then he said, okay, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. And I was like, 
Cool. Uh-oh. Didn't ask for that, but yeah, all right. But fine. <laughs> Love unsolicited advice. Oh, God. But he just said, like, having more bigger things uh-huh. is not always better. Oh, that's nice advice. <laughs> and I was just like, huh. <laughs> like a, such an a weird thing for him to say yeah because he's just all he's ever done is like pursued bigger and better right. things right and i was just like i will remember that and i Thank have you. but i'm just like i mean i i i know that but i thought it was interesting that he was learning that too yeah that it, i think anyway. it, i think it is i think it's a i think it's something universal and I don't, mm-hmm. I like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I have, I don't know. I haven't learned that yet. I'm also not striving for anything big. I just. Yeah. Well, I think it's like that. There's, I don't know. It's all those stupid cliches of like, you find peace within. Yeah. Okay. I'm well, fucking yeah. trying. I have a therapist. <laughs> like, God, I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, that's good though. Like, I think yeah. working on like yourself and trying to be a better person and right. be generous and help others. That's like, um. I don't know. I'm I'm really going off now, but I think about the Penox. Do you remember? I do. Penox? Yes. As like the happiest people I've ever known. Yeah. And they lived in this little house that they just like made super super nice. Right. And they were always working on it and improving it. Yeah. And they were just super generous, like the most generous people I've ever met in my life. Right. Like I remember, um, Gigi, Mother Penox. Yeah. I don't mind, like, saying her full name because she's just a wonderful, beautiful person. I was going to say, you're not saying mean things. But she, like, was at Costco one day and mm-hmm. some lady was trying to buy a couch and she couldn't afford it. And so Gigi was like, I'll give you my couch. Oh. Just, like, oh. a random person. at Well, I guess it must have been Sam's Club. Right. Whatever was in Idaho <laughs> Falls. But she, like, took her to her house and gave her her couch. Wow. And that was just, like, the shit she did all the time. She's like, I mean, we don't really need it. Like, you can have it. Wow. And that's, like, the person I, I want to be, and I'm definitely not. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I mean, it, it is, it is, it's admirable. But, I, mm. yeah, it, it, I, like, I don't have, man, that amount of generosity. I don't know. That's just how she, I remember, it. like, if I was ever over there, I, I remember her multiple times. She'd be making dinner. Uh-huh. And I'd be, like, hanging out. And she would be like, take this for your family. I'll just make another dinner for us. Oh, <laughs> like. Like, it happened a bunch. She'd just be like, hey, I just made this, but, like, you're heading home. Take it take it to your parents. I'll make another one. Oh, my God. That's just, like, the kind, like, that's just the kind of person she is. Interesting. I just, ugh, the best. I just need to be like that. Yeah. Me too. WWGD. <laughs> exactly. That was, uh yeah. Anyway, that was anyway. totally completely unrelated to this movie. But was it? Because my next <laughs> Ooh. question. Ooh. I know. No, my, uh, the, uh, the ending of the movie. Yeah. Starring Al Pacino. I, guys, I know you forgot the movie. That's what we're talking about. Um, at the end, he says he says that line about integrity mm, uh, that character. really made me... Be, okay, because... So, the, so, okay. Sorry, I have to explain it a little. Set it up. Set so, it up. so Charles is at the very beginning of the movie. He's walking out of the library with Philip Seymour Hoffman. And they see some of Philip's friends, three of them, set up a prank. Mm-hmm. So they see him clearly, and they know who did it. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, the friends pull a prank on the dean or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the dean ain't happy about it. 
Surprise, surprise. Yeah. So he pulls Philip and uh, Charles into his office and is like, he's like, listen, you better tell me or, you know, you could get expelled. And so then Philip leaves and he's just talking to Charles and he's like, listen, I need you to, he's like, I wrote to Harvard, recommended you. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's bragging about all the sway he has with these Ivy League schools. And he's like, but I'm, you know. If you but, don't do what I want. Yeah, if you don't do what I want, I'm not going to recommend you or whatever. There, mm-hmm. So there's an ultimatum. And so Charles, the whole movie isn't going to isn't gonna tell blah, 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 blah. So we get to the end and he doesn't tell, which in my mind is, is still weird. Because, because I don't. Because let's. These guys aren't his friends. No, they're not his friends. They're mean to him, and they're, like, teasing him yeah. that he's on in, financial aid. In fact, aid. yeah, the, the movie makes a point to show us that they're assholes to him. Yeah. And the the other kid, yeah, Al Pacino predicts, this yes. other kid is going to rat them out anyways because daddy's going to make him. Yeah. Cause, and you he's know. like, we're not going to talk to our parents. He's not going to do it. And exactly what he says ends up happening. He yes. rats these kids out. and And there's, like, seemingly no reason like there's no. no way that this to me it, you'd have more integrity to just say what happened yeah because it's i guess it's the truth you know because you yeah you know the truth and i like aside from this guy trying to like buy him which is shady right but like these guys are assholes to him right it's like it takes more balls to like rat them out and then they bully you or ruin your life I or was, whatever i was gonna say because then they just bully you more than to save your own skin and not rat them out. But it's I guess it was like a rock and a hard place. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. So so after he doesn't tell, then Al Pacino goes on a monologue. And uh-huh. in the monologue An excellent monologue. An excellent monologue. I have the I have a really terrible like verbatim memory. And so if you could help me, Riley. I love if you could just act it out <laughs> off of memory. Just that'd be amazing. But what's the line? I, I remember so the implication is that Charles has integrity because he didn't rat these Bas- kids out. I think the the basic idea is like rather than cave to this authority figure who's threatening him and to help himself to help himself instead he's going to sacrifice himself to save these three assholes. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then he says, and and then he's like, and that's true integrity. And I guess, yeah. And is it? it? It's a really. I wish they picked a more black and white situation. Exactly. I I would agree. I would. That's exactly what it is. Because I'm like, okay, but is it integrity? And then I guess I could be convinced that like, the point isn't this. Anyway, it was really brave of him to not say yeah. these people's names in front of all these students with his teacher. And he, and if he doesn't, whatever, he'll get dean. expelled. And he doesn't have money yeah. to get into Harvard. And he's just like, I'm not going to rat these people out. Whatever. That's questionable to me, but fine. Yeah. But I guess I could be convinced that the point is that this kid's going to do what he thinks is right, whether right. that's right or not, because he's, you know, he's a dumb kid, whatever. Yeah. And then Al Pacino, whatever happened, was going to stand up and do what he does. Yes. And use his wily, charming ways Ugh. to help this kid. Yes. So it, I think maybe the point is not what this kid chose. The point is instead, Al was going to be there to save him no matter what happened. 
Because the whole movie, yeah. he's trying to convince him to rat these kids out. He's like, they're little assholes, and there's no reason for you to not. Yeah, that is true. So I don't know. What do you think? No, I think I think that sounds right. Yeah, maybe it is less... It's not the content of the speech. Mm-hmm. It's more how he's supporting Charles. Yeah, and it's and it's you know it's this nice little ribbon we're tied up with, which I do love. Where right, like Charles single handedly stops this guy from killing himself. Yeah, and then to return the favor, this guy saves his future basically. Yeah, that is true. Cause cause yeah, cause the the disciplinary committee is like, no, let him don't expel this kid. Yeah. <laughs> And it ends with this really, really sweet scene. Which is... Go ahead. Well, just... It's so sweet because after he's done, like, you know, telling him not to kill himself, he's like, he's like, I just, I guess I've just given up hope that I'll ever fall in love, basically. And it's like, oh, but you're Al Pacino. And it's funny because in that moment, he, like, teases him. He doesn't, like... Yeah, yeah. He doesn't say, like, oh, no, dude, you can... He's just like, you're... You're this and this and this and this, like, just bullshitting him. And then yeah. I think he goes, are you fucking with me? Yeah. And he just, like, nods. And it's, like, yeah, it's just cute. It's, like, it they is. both taught each other something. So, anyway, yeah, they walk out and he meets, like, this professor. And she's, like, I blah, 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 loved your speech, blah, 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 yeah. whatever. And he's, like, hey, you smell like this. And she's, like, oh, bye. I and do. she's, like, all charmed. <laughs> and she, and. Oh, and it's just sweet, and they're like, he, you know, he, uh, Charles and is like, he, oh, he worked on so-and-so's administration, and she's a political yeah. science And then she, he goes home, and he greets his, like, little nieces. Yeah. And it it's just, like, sweet. really cute. Or niece and nephew, I think yeah. it doesn't matter. And then, I mean, it's implied, you know, he's gonna go on a date with this he's nice gonna be professor, okay. and he's gonna hang out with Charles later. Yeah, and everybody's just gonna be okay. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> It's just, oh, I just thought of something and I lost it, but. Oh, no. There was just a lot of nice little, I don't know, little moments. The Ferrari yeah. was hilarious. It was good. It really he was. He lets a blind man drive a Ferrari. <laughs> they get pulled over and somehow the cop doesn't notice. That <laughs> he's blind. blind. It's so good. But it's just like, that's the whole movie is him like doing things that like you and I would never be able to get away with. Oh, God, no. God, just no. through pure charm. Even like, um. They go to visit the brother for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and that scene is, like, really intense. It uh, is. Al Pacino is being super, incredibly, horribly inappropriate. Yeah, and, horribly Like, making everyone very uncomfortable. Yeah. And then the the dude, he's, like, talking about this guy's wife. His yeah. nephew, I guess. Right. And then that guy, like, snaps. Uh-huh. And then they end up, like, choking each other. It's just, like... Bradley Whitford. Yeah. Who can come and get it anytime. <laughs> anytime he wants. I don't know. There was just... Every, every like, scene was surprising. Yeah. And that's really fun. Yeah. I really didn't know where it was going. And I kept being like, what the fuck is this kid going to do? Like, stuck right. with this blind guy in New York. Like, yeah. has no money, no way to get home. Right. I don't know. I it was great. I was surprised was, by it, and I really enjoyed it. It was great. I think they did... I I don't know if this was based off of a book or whoever whoever wrote it. I think they captured humanity really well in both Charles and Frank. Because yeah. they, aren't, they aren't, you know, perfect in right. any sense of the word. Neither of them are. I think it's really interesting. But you really, like, just love both of them. You do, yeah. Even, you know, for their flaws, and they... Yeah, because I think there's probably, like, a tendency 
for Frank's character to be, like, a tragic hero, you know? Mm-hmm. And he wasn't. He wasn't a hero. Mm-mm. <laughs> he lost his eyesight juggling grenades. <laughs> yeah, like, he was kind of just, like, an asshole his yeah. whole life, but, like... But he still had something in there. Yeah, and there's, like, I think there's part of all of us that's, like, I'm also just kind of an asshole. Like, yeah. Oh, I've I never done anything. <laughs> yeah, I've never done anything great. I'm kind of selfish right. and just kind of, like... Like, oh, my God, this totally goes back to oh uh, defend God. your life. Yes. <laughs> Where you just relate with this person that's, like, nothing grand or special has never right. saved anybody's life, but it's just kind of doing their best every day. Yeah. I don't know. It was really sweet. It was good. I, I'm, I thank God for Al Pacino. Thank Seriously. God but Al But really, thank you, God. Thank you, God. We love him so much. And shout out to Quinn Grover. Yes. Who recommended this movie to us. And, or uh, to me. Oh, yeah. And then Riley immediately shared. And then I was like, we got to watch that one first because the next one is going to be Serpico. 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 Still never heard of it. I think it's another cop movie. And that's why I was like, let's not do a cop movie, even though he was a general in this one. Like... That's, we need to, yeah, is Al Pacino in any love stories? Because that's what I want to say. I, I mean, I mean, same. <laughs> I mean, I guess Godfather was pretty, pretty, oh, most romantic, but yeah, that we've seen to date. <laughs> Poor Diane. I know. Oh, um, no, so we'll do Serpico next, and then I'm, I'm looking up on Wikipedia, just so you know. Cool. And then we need to end the show because I got to pee. And I, okay. I mean, I can't just pee in this chair. Uh, well, I mean, debatable. I, could, I mean, I could. You know what? I could. Yeah. I probably should not. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, you know what? I'll do some research and then I'll let you know. Okay, cool. How um, many thumbs would you give Scent of a Woman? Scent of a Woman. Scent of a Woman. Scent of a Woman. Oh, de toilette. Um, <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh, de mademoiselle. Oh, de mademoiselle. Uh... I should we give it a thumb rating? I just asked you how many thumbs you would give it. Riley, I was looking at Wikipedia and I <laughs> could not hear you. Uh, did you already give your thumbs? No. Okay. All right. I just wanted to see how much I'd missed. I give this movie. Hmm, I would say eight thumbs. Mm. I think I, I really liked it, and I think it's one that I'll probably think about from time to time, and that's mm-hmm. the mark of a good movie to me. Yeah, I was going to do 8 as well, but I think I'll do 8.5, because Ooh. it was really good, it and was. I just love Al Pacino, and yeah. it was like set in the fall, and I've got some fall vibes going on right oh, now, and it was a little bit yeah. cozy in that way, and I it just was. like that a lot. It was cozy. Oh but yeah, I'd, I'd literally never heard of this movie, and I uh, really enjoyed it, so yeah. that's a good thing it's it's probably one that you know i'll visit periodically and yeah yeah so. yeah every every couple of years so yeah. um kindred take us away with our famous closing catchphrase um i i uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh i guess that's it that's okay, it bye. thanks for joining us <laughs>